are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Quashbugs.com currently helps 20 companies and 250 engineers identify on average 50 bugs per week, which they can then go smash or quash, as the URL says. The company today is uh, seeking $500,000 in a pre-seed round at a $3 million post-money valuation. That means they want to sell 15% of the company. There's three co-founders, two others building this so far. Again, the goal now is can they convert these free beta users into real paying customers? We'll see if they can do it over the course of the rest of the year. Hey, folks, my guest today is Amir Hamza, graduating with an interaction design degree from India's top school. He first ventured into Honeywell as a product designer. After spending two years there leading the design and user strategy for multiple products, he launched his own product design agency alongside his current co-founder, Prakar. They built multiple products, zero to one, for clients in the agency. And from there, they came together as three co-founders to build Quash, a platform to make mobile testing faster and easier. Hamza, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, let's All go. Right. Honeywell, you know, people think Honeywell, they think physical products. So just to be clear, what do you think mobile testing? Were you working on like the Honeywell mobile app and that's where you identified this problem? Uh, no. Uh, so Honeywell recently, like a couple years back, uh, came up with their own software wing where they where their offering is an enterprise performance solution. It's a SaaS offering. Uh, it's all uh, software focused. So Honeywell is going into that that business and that's where I was involved in. I was not specifically involved in any mobile applications, but I got to got the hang of SaaS and B2B products and how they built Scratch Up because that was a very new vertical for Honeywell. So I got that experience there. Very yeah. cool. Okay, so what are, I guess, give me a customer story today. Who Can you name somebody that's using you? Uh, so uh, we have a customer, uh, Riggy. Riggy is a, uh, it's a, uh, so they make tools for uh, content creators uh, to match them to, uh, you know, prospective uh, deals that they can get, that they can advertise using their content. So they have a platform for that and they are one of our customers. So uh, they uh, re- so we uh, deployed our POC there. Uh, that was one of the very initial versions that we had created of Quash, which had very limited capabilities. Uh, but yeah, so uh, after being deployed there, we had a very good response. There were some major feature requests that we were getting. So that version could, the, the only thing that that version could do was, was let testers, you know, report bugs directly from the mobile device that they were testing on. And then it would just export all of the bugs into a Google Sheet. Uh, so then uh, after testing that, we got some validation from there and they started asking for, uh, Jira integrations and a dashboard, a place to manage all of the bugs that were being reported. So we have right now built all of that and would be, uh, we would be having a formal version one uh, launch in the coming weeks. Sometime. So are you pre-revenue today or do you have a customer paying you? Uh, we do not have a customer paying us at the moment. Uh, we will be releasing free trials uh, of the V1 of the product in the coming week. And we are in deals with some of these companies who are ready to pay us, but the first month would, of course, still be a trial. How do you know they're ready to pay you? Uh, we have been talking to them. We have uh, 
so they have already been using uh, our product whatever uh, state it had been up until this point and they are interested in it and we uh, so some, how do you know that though the- i mean try and use numbers here hamza so when they're using you did they quash six bucks on average bugs on average per month for the past six months and and that's why you know they're willing to pay I uh, know that the numbers are way higher than that in terms of the bugs being uh, reported. What's the number? So, so uh, an average company, an average mobile company reports uh, in in India reports uh, uh, fifty bugs in a week. Like that's an average number that we have reached, and we are that's not for only, your that's uh, for your beta users. Yes, yes. Okay, fifty bugs per week, and how many of those bugs do you help them? Like, how many were fixed? Uh, so uh, all of them are in fact fixed. So we do not. Uh, so where we come in is not the the actual task of fixing bugs. We our our product helps customers on two ends. One is to report the bugs easily, and then uh, the second uh, value proposition that we have is for the developers who need to fix the bugs. So we make sure that the tickets that they're getting from the bugs being reported are very comprehensive in terms of that the the session recordings of where the apps crash and the the logs the exact logs of the crash that the de- developer needs in order to understood uh, and how many of these how yeah. many of these how, i don't mean to cut you off but it's a quick show so i apologize for that how many beta users do you have on the platform today uh 20 customers okay so there's 20 20, there's 20 users on average reported 50 bugs last week uh, each uh not 20 users 20 companies using our product uh the number of users would be somewhere around 250 Okay, so 20 companies with 250 users, they reported on average 50 yes. bugs per company last week. Uh, yes. Okay, and when did you launch the beta program? What what month? Uh, two months back, so that would be uh, July. Uh, and when did you guys write the first line of code for the platform? Uh, the first line of code was written back in March. Uh, so uh, uh, my other co-founder, Ayush, had been working on uh, building this up individually in his own capacity for like some time now uh, because our, our application is also an SDK. It's not like something that is like very easy to build and it, it takes some, some some time and some expertise in terms of knowing Android or iOS and like the, the base codes of these uh, platforms. So uh, it has been in the works since March, but we launched the beta a couple of months back. So since yeah. he worked on it before you, is it, is it fair to say he owns more equity than you do, or did you guys split it 50-50? Uh, could you repeat the question? Who owns more equity? Uh, he does. He does. How so did you he, guys have that conversation? A, uh, so he uh, had been, like, we we had known him for some time. Like, uh, the the agency you mentioned about in the bio that I had written for you, Prakhar and I were uh, primarily the, the two main founders of the agency. But Ayush, the third co-founder, he is from a technical background. So we would uh, often call him in for some of the development work that we required. And then he approached us with this idea that he was working on. And uh, yeah, uh, give, given the gap in experience, like he's been in the industry for like eight years now. Prakhar and I are fresh graduates of college from 2021 batch. So yeah, we, we did not really have a problem with the splitting of equity. Bit, but so Hamza, what's I'm just yeah. trying to get to the split. So the, the the original guy owns how much, and then how much do you and Praka own? Uh so uh, I I would like prefer not to get into the exact numbers of it. Why in this conversation? 
because that's something uh, that is. This is the trade. This is the this is the trade of the show, right? We've got twenty thousand listeners per episode. I'm giving you free exposure that sponsors pay for. The exchanges you give me information, people can't get anywhere else. Yeah, so Ayush uh, owns half the company. The other half is split between Prakhar and I. Okay, and you guys are bootstrapped, no outside capital. Uh, up until now, yes, but we are in the process of raising capital at the moment. And and I guess why do you guys want to raise capital? Obviously, that leads to dilution. Would you absolutely need the money? Uh, yes, we would because uh, our product is uh, development heavy. So we would need. Uh, so right now we have only uh, our product is has only works for Android. But in order to cover more platforms like iOS, Flutter, React, we would need uh, a larger development team that we, that would you know build it for us. And then uh, there is a large part of uh, growth and acquisition costs that would be involved in order to you know get to a, a certain goal of customers. How much are you looking to raise? Uh, right now, we are looking to raise five hundred k dollars. And what percent of the company would you be willing to sell if you raise that money? Uh, around fifteen percent. Okay, fifteen percent. So you're you're looking for like a two point five or or three million post money valuation on a pre revenue company. Yes. What gives you confidence that you'll be able to sort of sell that story to an investor? Uh, we have been already in in talks with a lot of investors that we have personal connections with, and they uh, have been uh, like confident about it since the beginning. So right now we are talking to a lot of them uh, and. Yeah, Hamza, it, has it anyone has given you uh, has anyone given you a term sheet as the lead investor, which means they're going to put in more than fifty percent of the round size? Uh, not at the moment. We do have some uh, contributions that we have gotten from founders of other companies, but they have like they were just sufficient for us to you know go for like three or four months. Uh, but yeah, we are still looking for uh, a lead investor. Sorry, you, people have already given you money, but without signing paperwork, I guess I don't understand. How did you close on the smaller checks if you don't have a lead investor yet? Uh, so the, these people are are not investors per se by profession. So they, they are founders of other companies who happen to have like, uh, who are interested in uh, investing very small amounts. And so uh, how that works is they invest now and we give them equity later on when we're closing the round based on how much they had invested at Earlier. What if you don't? What if you don't close the round? Uh, we will close the round. Like there, there has been uh, paperwork that has been done, which uh, so it's it's an year's time at max that we have uh, before we can, you know, uh, until we can delay the conversion of the amount in, into equity. So you sign convertible notes on these smaller checks, and they all convert uh, yes. a future equity yes. round. Yes. Okay, got it, got it. Um, when uh, you you mentioned again, you've got these customers currently using you on a in a beta motion, right? So I think you said there's uh there's 20 companies with 250 you know developers using it. What do you plan to launch in terms of a pricing uh, plan? Uh, in terms of a pricing plan, right now for the capability that we have developed, our uh, pricing uh, we are thinking of it uh, to be somewhere around uh, 15 to 20 dollars per user per month. Uh, but of course, like we still are pre-revenue, so we are willing to experiment with that, and we aren't married to like a single number per se. Well, how are you testing that price point, and when does it go live on the website? Uh, it won't go live on the website for quite a while, I'm sure, uh, because the first uh, I would say like five to ten customers that we would get, we would not 
uh, we would be negotiating with them in terms of how much value they think we provide them and uh, we we will let the market you know uh, pick up a price point and see how much we can stretch it before we actually like put it out on the website how many folks are full time at the team today uh we have uh five five people uh, excluding the three founders mm-hmm. and i guess you guys started working on this code back in march 2023 so how have you been paying for food and your rent and personal expenses so up until uh june uh, this year all of us did have like the the other primary jobs that we had uh, only in june we left the jobs and uh, got into it full time so it hasn't I been see. very long all right, yeah. well, we're rooting for you guys. We're out of time. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book, Hamza? What's my favorite book? I'm currently reading Don Quixote, and that's a brilliant book. Number two, is there a C- CEO you're following or studying? Uh, is there a CEO I'm following or studying? So uh, I have been uh, like looking closely at the CEOs of some of the uh, the testing companies itself. So uh, Asad Khan from Lambda Test is one person that. I we uh, also I had the chance to get uh, to chat with him as well so that's interesting yeah number 2 what's your fa- three what's your favorite online tool for building quash bugs what's my favorite tool for building yeah. on uh, online for building quash bugs so uh, a lot of the work here in building quash work has been like the tech part and I haven't been directly very directly involved in it I have been handling the product side so I would say I what I have been using most is uh, Figma, a Figjam for brainstorming, and then of course the good old Jira. Okay, number four. How many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Uh six. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Uh single, single. Okay, and how old are you? Uh, twenty-four. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were twenty. Something I wish I knew when I was twenty. Okay. Uh, I would say. Uh, don't really stick to, uh, uh, don't really be very strict about sticking to one plan in life, try things out. And because you will probably end up where you never thought you would. Guys, quashbugs.com currently helps 20 companies and 250 engineers identify on average 50 bugs per week, which they can then go smash or quash, as the URL says. The company today is uh, seeking $500,000 in a pre-seed round at a $3 million post-money valuation. That means they want to sell 15% of the company. There's three co-founders, two others building this so far. Again, the goal now is can they convert these free beta users into real paying customers? We'll see if they can do it over the course of the rest of the year. Hamza, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. Thanks so much, Nathan.